and welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. I am Dan, uh, or uh, Doc, or I don't know, which one would I be? I'm the oldest, so I guess I'd be Wyatt. Well, no, Wyatt's no, not the Virgil. oldest. No, no, I'd be, be Virgil. Virgil. Oh, yeah, oh, Virgil. yeah, it's even better. Hey, I'm Virgil. I'm Wyatt. Yeah. Nate's Morgan. I'm Morgan. Ha, yeah. naked shot, killed. Ah, not in my back. Yeah, I, man, you're back. I, I make it to the end. That makes sense because Virgil's wife was Irish, so that makes sense. True. Well, I mean, Virgil makes it too, just one armed. Yeah, I only yeah. One. I can still hold you, Ellie, dear, darling. <laughs> yeah, whatever you said. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, of course, this episode is Tombstone. Yes, our our, <laughs> our tied top picked episode. Now that Dan's back and he got out of doing Hard Target with me and Nate on Saturday morning. Okay, wait, uh, wait, yeah, wait, man, I, you I, missed a great one. Now I have to ask because I've never seen Hard Target. I know that's a huge shocker, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I we saw reference that. <laughs> I saw a GIF online where um, Jean Claude was punching a snake. Is that from that movie? It yeah, is. I shared it because yeah. of Nate bringing that up. <laughs> oh, it's Nate's. God I missed that. It's Nate's favorite. <laughs> also, oh, it's John Claude Van Damme would have punched the shit out of you for calling it a GIF and not a GIF. That's right, man. It's a GIF, man. It's such a GIF. Look. GIF is peanut butter. GIF is a graphic uh, in interface flodger like later. I don't know. <laughs> no. He was close, I think. <laughs> I, I, I think I was it. really close. I think it is graphical interface something. Pete, tell us what it is. Uh, so you guys finally got to see John Claude punching a snake. Not finally. This was like my twentieth time watching it. So well, it was yeah, a I refresher figured, for me. Yes, it, well, yeah. yeah, I don't want to watch any dude punch a snake. It's glorious, man. Yeah, and then you get to see another guy shoot a snake, and it just it explodes, explodes like TNT. Gloriously explodes. Same snake. Oh, same snake. That, that same snake. snake. Is that snake named Michael Bine? It was a stunt snake. <laughs> stunt snake. No snakes were actually imploded or exploded during the making of this film. He is a sneaky snake. There was, was no snakes in this movie either, though. Well, uh, some people acting like some snakes. There's snakes. Let's see. There are four snakes. Yeah, I don't think there were any snakes. You're right. No. They said the hardest thing about filming in Arizona was the heat and scorpions. And this, yeah, because <laughs> every time they went, they would go, okay, ready and action quite on the set and then rock you like a hurricane would start and they'd have to stop <laughs> that start was up again and just be and like and then the zoo it. would start playing it right. was it was 93 or 92 it would have filmed so, so it, it makes yeah, it absolutely could have been absolutely could have been it's the just Scorpions. so weird how germany always finds its way out in the old west <laughs> <laughs> out there for django out there for uh, uh tombstone it's it's wild oh man it's wild this is this has gone everywhere. This is uh, so. Let's get back to uh, this is our other winner of the poll, where we, me and Dan and Nate, all picked our. our I don't want to say favorite. We just picked what the next '90s movie we wanted to talk about and put it up to everyone to vote. And again, they literally tied twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Hard Target, Tombstone. So we did Hard Target first, and now we're doing Tombstone. So I, th- I think everyone wins except Nate. That's, yeah, that's pretty much how I, it works. I came in last. Classic Nate. What was Classic what, Nate. You had Ronan, right? Yeah. I had Ronan. Yeah. Okay. That was the it, sleeper. It and had it legs slept. for like two hours, and then boom, right off a cliff. Just like me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, you're only good for about two hours. Yeah, <laughs> usually. <laughs> After about two hours of Nate, and I don't. I get real grumpy. 
<laughs> it's true. I either I get sleepy Nate or now I'm getting hungover Nate. There is no yeah, in there between. There really is no in between. Nate. <laughs> Nate, are you hungover today? No, I worked today, so I could not yeah. be hungover. This oh, this okay. will this will turn into sleepy Nate when we're done. And then yep. Saturday morning was Saturday morning Nate. was hungover exactly. Nate. All right, that's how me. that's how this is all working out for me. That makes yay sense me, good. yay. So, all right, well, man, you you pick this. You got to yep. drive this shit. Yeah, why'd you pick this one, Dan? I love Tombstone. That's yeah, why easy I enough. It. I yeah, like. I it. mean, yeah. There's no <laughs> sense in, in, in beating around the bush or dicking around with this. I love Tombstone. Um, Tombstone came out, uh, of course, in 1993, December 26. So right after Christmas, mm-hmm. the big Christmas uh, movie uh, window, which I don't think necessarily is a thing anymore, is it? I mean. I don't think after COVID, it's probably going to be coming back when that new. Yeah, there for a while. Out. It, That's true. Yeah. There, there a while, they tried really to have. Uh, there was usually a Disney one now, wasn't there? A Marvel. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. usually a Marvel drops right around there. That's true. That, I remember uh, seeing. I think Memorial it was Day? Labor Day. Django. That's uh, one of those. Christmas? It's yeah. like May or something like that. But I, I will say though, since we're talking about Christmas, uh, Tombstone is a Christmas movie confirmed because I watched it at the end, and it's there's a snowman. They're playing Jingle Bells. And ah, it's he's right. That's yep. all it takes to make it a Christmas That's movie. That's all it takes anymore. That's the rules. Uh, Tombstone is a Christmas movie confirmed. Well, you you heard it here first. <laughs> there, there, there you go. Uh, Tombstone was a estimated budget of $25 million. Only made $6,454,752 during its opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada, but did gross $56,505,065 worldwide. So it made its money back. Uh, it was a modest hit return. that turned into a cult classic. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. about a two to one uh, return run hour of two hours and ten minutes on that. So that was. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's all the specs on that one. Right. The, Tombstone is amazing for multiple reasons. A, we're lucky it got made. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real lucky you got me. We're talking about that later, but the cast for this is pretty phenomenal. Holy yeah. shit! Well, <laughs> let, let, let's do this yeah. real quick before yeah. we run it down. Let me play the trailer because uh, the trailer kind of gives us a rundown of most of the people that are yeah. in this. So uh, let, let's hit this uh, tombstone trailer. Hang on. Tombstone. Crime ruled the streets. Violence stalked the innocent. And every stranger was your enemy. Until Wyatt Earp and his brothers arrived. And now, all hell is about to break loose.
Okay, so, so I played that trailer for two reasons. <laughs> a, it's the shorter version, so we didn't have to sit through the long one. B, it is the most, like, action movie sounding trailer if you're not watching the actual trailer. That like, sounded like a Steven Seagal right? <laughs> action trailer, but for a Western, I'm really confused now. I, I was I was imagining a sci-fi backdrop and everyone's like wearing long black trench coats with like very futuristic guns in the future and it's 1918 it's, yeah, it's the future but they're redoing tombstone i think it would be a fantastic That's like italian bad idea yeah. i'm telling well, you hey, man doc, doc did wear a trench coat yeah he did. Um, so you're well, so did uh, so did Wyatt towards Wyatt the end. Did. He had the he goes the, and gets his duster. One. Yep. Yeah. Everyone duster. is snazzy as shit in this movie. Okay, so this movie they all is the look reason. awesome. They this, are handsome. They are. They're very attractive men, <laughs> and their mustaches are just fantastic. The mustaches. Ah, that's a whole other segment. Um, so <laughs> this reason, th- this movie is the reason I have a duster. Um. It's backed yeah. up in a box still, but I do. I have a dust. Charlie's uh, is because of hard target. I'm, I'm getting one. Remember, I made a. Yeah. I, I don't know if there was one one. <laughs> if there was one in Ronin, but I'm going to revisit it and then I'll get a duster. I had I have the Highlander trench coat. That's what I have. So oh, that's, that's I got to get the duster next. The Highlander slash 80s pervert trench coat. Something like that, sure. You saw the a streaker, the, right? Exactly. Yeah. You Ray those. Stevens, you man, that's about. awesome. Yeah, you already saw those. You can hold uh, a sword in there if you catch my drift. <laughs> Woo! There can be only one, Nate. Only one. Right. Hey, Nate. Uh, after you get your composure, you almost just spit your water all over the place. Uh, I think <laughs> every you, episode. <laughs> yeah, every episode. Don't you do? Isn't this the part where you do something? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there actually is. Yeah, uh, Nate, let me let me know when you're ready. Ready. A man looking for peace and quiet on the western frontier. A pack of cowboys with no regard for the law. A small town caught in the middle. Hmm. I got to say that one ranks pretty high in your three sentence synopsis. Totally wrote that Dan like 3 weeks it. ago. Yeah, I, yeah, three weeks ago. I'm glad Dan caught that. We almost always forget Nate's synopsis. We really do. Almost as often as show, he forgets to but write But the one them. thing I do for this show, I usually almost forget. Yeah, that's that's true. I you don't know, bring it, much. It, it's more like a mustache looking for justice. A pool game interrupted. <laughs> a know? town populated by mustaches yeah so in the west there were a few, so i learned from tombstone in the west there were a few constants a they're going to get shot b you have to have a cool ass mustache unless you're rolled like crazy ass like minor or something then you can have like a, cool a prospect beard. yeah like a prospect or you can have <laughs> old timey prospect <laughs> that's gonna be my future career also oh that's a good idea i like that okay. <laughs> yeah and, and the, the last thing was um don't play pool at night in your own bar. Yeah, definitely. This movie is one of the reasons why I do not play pool with my back turned to a window. Yeah, this yeah. is true. That's oh, and also, yeah. advice. And, and don't back a queen again because you get blown right up a wildcat's ass. <laughs> oh, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, I love that. God, yeah. so, so many people get pistol whipped in this movie. 
There was a lot of pistol whipping in there this There's like, You're right. man, okay. I came prepared, though. I brought my pistol with me right by my side. That way I could shoot it up at random parts of the podcast. Just my ceiling is going to be screwed. Yeah, it's like the bird, uh, the bird cage there uh, yeah. in Nate's, Nate's room. Nate's hey, just going to take a big hit of opium and just start howling at the moon here in a little bit. That's what's going to happen. That's just a classic Thursday night for me, fellas. <laughs> So, uh, Nate, or as I like to call you, Professor uh, Bigsby, um, would you rather have gotten pistol whipped, hit with that rope thing at the beginning that uh, the dude was hitting the horse with, or take the spurs across the face like Ike? Uh, I would take probably the whip because I'm a naughty boy. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) That went not the way we were expecting. It would be terrible, dude. Jesus. Why, Nate? You're not. I gotta wearing keep a everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Nate? You're not wearing a bustle. How, dude? Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> wow. I don't. I, where do you go from that? Nate's hey, man, let's let's talk about the director real fast. Jeez, which one? Which one? Exactly. Uh, there are two listed, but there's actually a third. Yes. Yes, and we we talked about this briefly in our Cobra episode, and we mm-hmm. knew we were going to be doing Tombstone later down the road. So let's uh, let's enlighten everyone about the uh, the great George Cosmatos. All right. So when this movie originally came under directing and, and started getting shot, um, Kevin is it Jari Jerry J A R R E? That's how it's spelled. However you want. Yeah, that Kevin guy, KJ. <laughs> He showed up and started directing stuff. So he basically got a lot of the Charlton Heston scenes done. Uh, if you All didn't know Charlton, yeah, if you didn't know Charlton Heston's in this, he, he's in this. Spartacus is in this movie. Yeah. So he got all that, and then he got kicked off the show. And, and well, it was his first time directing a movie, and he pretty much succumbed to the pressure of day to day. Yeah, set he was, pieces. Yeah, yeah, he was a wuss. He couldn't do it. So yeah. then they brought in uh, George P. Cosmato. Is it Cosmatos? Cosmatos. 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 So he came in and started directing the film. Um, however, it is said that he was a figurehead because the real director was Kurt Russell. Yes. Man, so, we should have got more Kurt Russell directed films. Uh, Sylvester Stallone recommended mm-hmm. George. After Cobra. Yep. After, After Cobra. Cobra and First Blood Part 2. And what's famous about Cobra is pretty much everyone knows Stallone wrote it and basically directed it. So Cosmatos is kind of like the face that you put on the title card and everything, but everything else is usually done by the lead actor. <laughs> I think he's there for comfort for the studio. Basically. Sly, yeah, Sly was like, hey, you gotta hire this guy because he just sits there. He's like, hey, Kurt. This guy will let you make your own movie. And so, this is great. You want to make a witcher movie? We make a witcher movie. I got a guy. <laughs> Jesus. What the hell was that? What is Nate's on the opium right uh, now? Did you have a stroke? What are you <laughs> talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His mouth is on the other side of his face right now. <laughs> I'm expendable, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. You are. Remember that. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I missed this last week. What the hell? Oh, you got, this is nothing compared to hungover and brain fog. Charlie on five-hour energies. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is nothing. 
That'd be good too. Tune in next week when you find out what fine establishment I puke in front of next. Which one did you puke in front of last time? Taco Bell on High Street. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Which one? The one in front of Gateway Film Center. (laughs) Yo, that one. (laughs) One of the nicer ones. Oh, oh, down on campus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I puked at the one up in the uh, short north or the old town north area up there by Revoir. Oh, okay. You know what? Have not puked at that one yet. Actually, I puked, I puked on that one. Um, <laughs> been I drunk didn't know in this was a quesadilla, but have not puked at that one. Yeah, yeah. So the night before I got married, we went to the Revoir room and started drinking, and I was okay <laughs> until okay. So my cousin Bill said all the drinks are on everyone else tonight, but you have to drink something different each time. So I was okay until about the 10th or 15th drink, and he had a white Russian, and then the milk hit my stomach, and then we walked walked home down that direction. I stopped and threw up on the Taco Bell, then we ate cookies, and then I went to bed, and then got married the next day. I was there. I, I like how I he know, threw. Right? I was there too. Yeah. Uh, how he threw on up on the Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah front, I, I had the, the decency to be in front of it. I didn't even know it was there at the time. <laughs> so, I swear they built a Taco Bell around this puke. Maybe Where the hell did it. this Taco Bell come from? All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll have to see if there's that option on the Yelp reviews now. No one came out and yelled yeah. at me, so I just kept on going. Uh, That's what you do. Uh, right exactly hound dog pizza and a bunch of different booze one of the things i wanted to point out about cosmatos his son is panos cosmatos which if you don't know that name that's the dude that directed mandy the phenomenal recent horror movie with nicholas cage i I still i i own it and i still need to watch it so good i haven't sat down and watched it yet so oh mandy oh you basically the money that he made off of this he didn't really spend and then when he passed his son inherited that money and was able to make his first uh, feature film uh, oh, beyond the cool. black rainbow. So it, it's pretty cool that we got another gifted filmmaker out of tombstone. What's, you know? what's the kid's name? His, his son's name? Panos Cosmatos. Panos. Are you sure yeah. he wasn't one of the guys that fought up the hot gates? Oh, no, uh, 300? Yeah. Spartan? Oh. <laughs> Took me a second. I was like, yeah, I was like, fully what? expecting him to go Thanos. That's where I was expecting yeah. Dan to go. No, don't be, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. Of course not. No, that doesn't take place in reality. Duh. Yeah. Oh, uh, this was my bad. <laughs> don't be stupid. Uh, 300 and Tombstone were documentaries. Airbrushed abs and yeah. perfectly waxed mustaches. We're ready to go. <laughs> yes, Dan's rocking a uh, mustache as he is. And now. has a mustache yeah. for this episode. I wasn't shaving my beard. I'm I'm not getting same. Into it I just much. put my hands over my mouth. <laughs> no, I I just did this because well, I just did this. Uh so Tombstone. Yeah. A fabulous modern western. And Roughly, loosely based on facts, I'll say uh, loosely. Uh, okay, so tomb- okay, real is- fast and loose. <laughs> Tombstone is a real place in Arizona. Yes, uh, the OK Corral was a real place in Tombstone. Yes, and Boot Hill is a real place in Tombstone. Yes. So, uh, Wyatt Earp and the brothers, all these people actually existed. And the exploits that this film covers and a lot of things you've heard as kids or or what have you, 
there are grains of truth in them, obviously. Very small ones, but yes. They're, you know... Everything becomes larger than life as time passes on. Exactly. That's why I'm fatter now than I was when I was, like, 12. (laughs) I got larger than life. Is that how that works? Yeah, his tail is much, much greater than what it was when he was 12. Yeah, Yeah. you want to show you real quick? A legacy of a Dan. Nah, we can can go without that. You don't want to see my tail? Nope, not really, no. I'll pay for it later. But, yeah, it's... (laughs) you will. Yeah, I'll just leave the chat. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff about Wyatt Earp that's definitely romanticized in this movie. And he's obviously made to be the hero, made to be all this good stuff. Um, and when you actually look into it, he probably wasn't the type of person you really wanted to idolize in real life. You know? It's, yeah, a lot of people say he was like a pimp and corrupt uh, and, and everything else. Yeah. And so... I, yeah, I mean, the truth, the, the the truth in this film comes with stuff like uh, his wife was an opium addict, and which I have a question about that. Since you, since you're bringing that up, sure, they sure, never yeah. they never call her his wife. Uh, right. Morgan asks it was it was Morgan or it was uh, Doc that he kind of asked him to define his relationship with her. Mm. Like how how do what do you call this relationship you have, I can't remember her name, but th- it it's never Maddie. I think it is Maddie. Yeah. Um, because they yelled at, uh, towards the end when they're on the train, hmm. they, um, they ask him about what's going And then they never like look at him really cross when he's looking at the other woman, hmm. you know, they're like, Oh, she's looking at you. You're going to go do something about it. Right. You know, you're going to go womanize her. But they never like ousted him for like you're married. What about Maddie? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just yeah. this. I almost feel like they wanted to make it like he had wanted to be a family man, but because he was falling in love with this other woman, they didn't want to portray him as like a adulterer or something like that. Right? So yeah, she's. I think it was just something they did for the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah she she's is as an herb, but you're right. I mean, it, they're ambiguous about it, basically. Yeah, he he definitely. I, I don't know what actually happened to her. There might be some historical documentation. But she died. Well, they say she died not long after she arrived there. So yeah, some of so the stuff they say at the out. end. Yeah, she died of opium overdose. Again, I'm sure there's a, an actual factual thing that happened to her. Like, sure. With everything. I don't know. But Anything that's ever put over credits with the title card. I just assume it's 100 percent fact. <laughs> um, yeah, I well, not blood sport for sure. Um, but <laughs> I was about to say, definitely blood sport. Yeah, Frank Frank Dukes <laughs> is full of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Tombstone. Uh, okay, so some of the liberties taken with Tombstone, obviously, were the firearms and when i say that i mean the usage of a lot of the cartridges and things still of that era were very black powder type of oriented i mean all bullets are black powder oriented yes but when you say black powder that right they they really exactly they hadn't uh mass produced or mastered uh smokeless or low smoke uh cartridges yet black powder and cartridges so during the OK Corral scene, when they're all shooting at each other, uh, they wouldn't have been able to see each no. other. 
after maybe the first like five seconds of firing and off that's the rounds. one of the things with the actual gun battle because it only lasted like 30 seconds in real life oh, yeah right when right. shots were fired most of it was covered in smoke by the time it was all said and done <laughs> sure yeah absolutely well, and, and there's the other thing of their horses what we're used to in gunfights and duels and showdowns is quite a bit of distance between people. In reality, they're, they're usually really close to oh, each other. Oh, they were all super close to one They were like six feet from each other, I think. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If they were that, all sometimes, you know. They were all trying to um, observe COVID protocols and staying six <laughs> feet away from each other, which was nice. That's what that's, you're supposed to do in a shootout. Right, that, exactly. Cover your Is face, that what happened to Doc? Away. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, he had COVID. Actually, he got yeah. way <laughs> too close to somebody in there. And patient zero. I, yeah, Doc's patient zero, <laughs> Doc's exactly. Patient zero. Uh, tuberculosis or consumption, I believe, is uh, what he you know, had passed. Sometimes from. you just gotta be a dentist. This actually starts to check out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was yes, he was a dentist that uh, ended up going out west because of his health mm-hmm. and became a gambler, a scoundrel, and a very quick draw with his pistols. Which, yeah, is probably the I most mean, truthful thing about him was the he dude was lived every day loved. like he was about to die. So because he was, if you're living so, that way, yeah. why not just be like, I'm gambling, I'm shooting, I'm banging. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll no, say, he was banging, that's for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Kate. Even the doc told him he needed to stop, and he's like, nah, get out. Yeah, he said, <laughs> get out of here, give me a cigarette. My wife's getting ready to give me a. <laughs> I gotta, you gotta go, man. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry, she wasn't his wife. I was getting ready to say, again, I don't know if that was his wife or not. I don't know. There's a lot of questions in this. (laughs) She was just a skank. Um, (laughs) She was delightful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she was a lovely woman. Yeah, Hungarian. uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) She was. You're a hooker. (laughs) (laughs) And Nate yells, you're a hooker. Into the the distance. Oh, it's it's fine. It's fine. All right. So, Nate, please regale us with your favorite not main character so not the three herps not johnny rango not curly bill who is your favorite supporting character of this film man like literally everyone that's really hard and not fair at all it ike really clanton is. maybe played by stephen lang he's fantastic because he's drunk in every scene law dog I, law don't go around here law dog I, I Michael Rooker doesn't look like he belongs there whatsoever. I know. Okay. My, oh, it Michael was Rooker so was weird so seeing cool. him. I did not remember well, him being in it. There's that, and I have I have questions later. Okay, okay. we're yep. gonna get later, and I'm gonna ask questions. And Michael Rooker's one of them, but I don't know if I could pick that guy as Ike as my favorite because man, that dude turns into the biggest yellow belly coward. In the he entire took away movie. all my characters. Literally, everyone's my favorite. I'm, He's like, I'm don't, don't say, say the Erps. Don't say the bad guys. Don't do this. I'm going to say, like, Ike's, I guess it's his brother, Thomas Hayden Church's character. The, Sandman? Oh, Billy. Sand, Sandman. Billy Clanton. Bill, Billy Clanton. Um, I liked him, but it's mainly because I like, you know, that character. I like Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. You know, I've always been a fan of That's him. That's the thing. Know? It's like, I like Stephen <laughs> Lang, so... <laughs> And again, he doesn't look like the Stephen Lang we know. Not at all. At like, all. When I was looking at the cast, I was like, well, who the hell is he, you know? Yeah. And same thing like Charlton Heston. I'm like, really? I don't remember him being in this. Wasn't he dead by now? I'm, sit- no. I'm sitting there <laughs> watching with Jackie, and I'm going, well, there's uh, Jason Priestley. And she's like, where? 
And I literally pointed to him. He had a pretty good Billy. scene in the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, the other Billy. Yeah. And she's like, I don't see it. How do, I was like, that's Jason Priestley. I mean, I can pull up his IMDb and everything, but he's got that wire rim, kind of nerdy looking guy. And it takes you a second. There's a lot of like Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder moments in this. Yeah, you know, um, where you're like, who is that? That's not yeah. him. Shut up. Horton. Had Billy no Bob. idea that was Billy Bob Thornton at no, all. No, I didn't either. That I, not look like him. Whatsoever. That was back before when he was like more heavy set than he, you know, yeah. he is now and stuff. Um, kind of. I, I believe this was before Sling Blade. So oh, it, it definitely is. Yeah. So it would have been that heavy. It's almost like seeing Vincent D'Onofrio in certain yeah. things. Oh, and that's go, true. And you go, holy. Well, yeah. Looking at him back yeah. as as Thor, and then you know. Um, the war i can't the war movie done left my brain for some reason uh full, full metal jacket, jacket. yeah Private and Pile. then seeing him as kingpin now it's mind blow which but by then the you, way i will say perfection kingpin slaps on for 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 talking smack about his his love so kingpin needs to be played by will smith next <laughs> <laughs> way to keep it topical dan yes dan <laughs> yeah. bro but I mean that that was this movie, and I, we were talking about Billy Bob Thornton. This he was a henchman in a Steven Seagal movie. I think it's one of the ones where Seagal plays an EPA agent, and they're trying fire to like down below. Is it, it might be yeah, fired down, fire down below. Um, Billy Bob Thornton is supposed to be like this nameless henchman that gets like one funny line in the movie, and that's it. And I'm pretty sure it's right around this time frame of him being in Tombstone. Yeah, that would be. It tracks. I mean, this is yeah. pre-Angelina, all that crap. Looks like Jack Black on. getting the no-line, one-scene shot in Demolition Man. That, and then he's in Jackal, where uh, they shoot, shoot off, the gun at him, blows cigarette pack. the yeah. spall. And then he gets completely vaporized in Mars Attacks. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, I could probably There's go back another and... another Billy in this movie as well <laughs> one Nate. billy zane i kind of don't want to talk crap about him anymore because we're like one degree away from one another and i think he could kick my ass look nate all <laughs> i gotta say <laughs> i'm belling it up i'm i'm getting real tired real tired of your shit talking with billy zane look all right okay you're no. this pretty looking son of a bitch i'm gonna talk shit nate Nate, Billy Zane. Out your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, dude. It was a Keep Billy Zane job. I wish mouth. a Billy Zane would try to slap me. Keep I Billy Zane out Billy your Zane mouth. Billy Zane try to slap a bitch. See, see. Nate or Charlie wasn't going to slap anyone until he looked over and Jada was on her head going, mm-hmm, you better slap yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah. Now I got to slap, slap Nate. Yeah. That's I had to. I knew Nate was going to rag on Billy and I'm like, not on my watch. <laughs> not on my watch. I know. Nate texted me. He's watching it. He was like, Billy's aid. And I'm like, yeah, I know the Phantom's in the movie. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm well aware. God. That, yes. God, hey. he shows up everywhere. Hey, you know what? I'm just happy. Nah, nothing. I had nothing. Nah, I nothing. Had a joke I'm yeah, not happy just, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah well, I, what I have to, what I have to say about Billy Zane is prettiest man I ever saw. <laughs> the prettiest yeah. man I ever saw. He is. <laughs> yeah, he, very, yeah, very yeah, stylish yeah. man. 
St. Crispin Day. Yes. Billy. Yeah, Powers Booth as Curly Bill Broke, uh, Bro, Brody, Brocious, Broch, I don't know. Curly Bill. First Bro- of all. Brochalicious. Brochalicious, yeah. First of all, the guy's name is Powers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty powerful. And? Yeah. Yeah. So, that, first of all, that's phenomenal. Second of all, he wore boots that had four aces on both of them. Yep. You can't have eight aces. This is uh, before uh, uh, Motorhead, so, you know, it, it's okay. Yeah, it's you're allowed. Sense, actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that tracks. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a movie like this, there are still enough characters that stand out against each other, and it's my it's mind bending to be like booth powers he stands above he's like the leader of this group and then all of a sudden you get or powers booth um then you get like johnny ringo who's this cool calm you know shoots the priest at the beginning of the movie it just kind of sets the stage for this guy and it's like every time you're introduced to this char- another character i think it's not long after we get doc holiday and it's another iconic, you know, you know, are we not friends anymore? I, you know, I don't believe I could go on any, any longer, <laughs> you know, and, and then you get, then you meet Wyatt, who's supposed to be like the ultimate bat. Everyone's heard of Wyatt Earp and the brothers. Everyone's heard of the brothers and every character, even to the point of Billy Zane. Billy Zane is the pretty actor, but he makes a presence on the screen. And it's mm-hmm. insane how this movie just keeps upping the ante as it goes with every character. Yeah, this, uh, I'm not sure how they were able to cast who they cast in this movie. I mean, all the way down to uh, Frank Stallone is in this. Yeah. Is you he? know, yeah, yeah. He played Ed Bailey. So good luck yeah. going back uh, and yeah, watching No clue who that one is. But. Uh, you know, but you had people in this that were known for doing nothing but Westerns. You yeah. had, um, Terry O'Quinn is in this. I just saw, I watched a Rocketeer not too long ago. Uh, he's in that, you know, you have, he's, he's the like bad, almost like the bad guy in that, isn't it? He's the, is he the sheriff in this? He, yeah, you know, he's the mayor in this, the mayor. Then, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And Rocketeer, he was Howard Hughes. The, the sheriff um, in this though, reminds me of that style of character from the Rocketeer. Behan. He almost, yeah. He almost feels like that fifties kind of look to him more than he was like a western kind of you know yeah he yeah yeah he he was really trying to be um high-browed you know and then so yeah so when he meets wyatt and the herbs and he meets doc and all that stuff and he's talking about how uh oh we're sophisticated here we're cosmopolitan we're going to be as big as san francisco and you know in three years and then texas creek and turkey or um, uh is it uh tech um Oh, Turkey Jack and Texas Creek come out, shoot a guy because of a a gambling, you know, thing. Yeah. And Doc looks at him and goes, oh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, very cosmopolitan. Yeah. A a, a couple other fellow (laughs) sophisticants, you know, it's basically just telling this bean guy, hey, you're a absolute wiener. 
Because um, yes, he's like, Lord. he's like, I'm the, I'm the marshal, and I'm the captain of the fire brigade, well, and I sit like... on the anti-Chinese league, and I'm on the law commission, and I also run at the Dairy Queen down the street, and I franchise <laughs> a subway, and I, just, you know, I have a steak like, and shake over there. Yeah, it's like, hey, I have an idea. Here's something you can do. Shut up. Have you seen Maybe. these? D's what? D's nuts. Now shut up and get out of my face. He was going to franchise a Taco Bell, but too many people puke at those. Yeah, so. they kept puking okay. in that lot. It was Besides, a real problem. All, the, in the, old all West. the real Mexican people that lived in Tombstone was like, DC's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw my hat into the Taco Bell talk. It's fine. It's we don't actually have pizzas in Mexico, guys. Well, what? He, he was definitely trying to do. Lies. <laughs> Not like the one like, Taco Bell tries to make. We're better than like the the stereotypical old West towns, right. you know. Yeah. Right. We're not doing that around here. It's like, well, no, everyone's still getting shot. Yeah, Nate, and that's why if we ever play Red Dead Redemption online again, you can't dress like that guy. I'm gonna, you and I'm gonna keep <laughs> lassoing you up. No, you have to dress like a cowboy. I'm gonna lasso you and take you and throw you into a campfire. <laughs> I'm gonna. We're gonna be riding a train. And I'm gonna push you off the train, but I'm gonna save you with a lasso. And then when we're riding the train, you're just gonna be falling behind with the lasso. Do you remember the time we actually played that? It was me, you, and Mark and Cody, and we had the war wagon. You uh, guys, war wagon was incredible. You were, I, you were you were riding shotgun. Mark and Cody were in the back, and I was driving. And we were going up and down the main stretch of this town, and you guys were just gunning people down as we went. And we turn around and come back through it again. Man, it's one of the greatest video game moments. Pretty ever. much a scene in this movie later on. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. I yeah. don't think <laughs> yeah. in real life I could ride a horse and shoot a shotgun. <laughs> I, okay, so let me That's see. a very skilled talent that I do I have, not have in me. I can't even be around horses because my allergies try to kill me. I can ride a horse and I can shoot a shotgun. I've done both, but could I do I've them done together? both. Could I combine yeah. it? I've yeah, never done I, both at the same time either. So it's. Know. You know what? Here's the problem. Typically, know what we're, we're doing around this summer, a horse, Nate. no one gives me a shotgun, and I don't know why. <laughs> That's a valid reason, man. And when I have a shotgun, there seems to be no horses around. I can't <laughs> figure out the correlation. Let's see if we can graduate to riding horses and using super soakers this summer, Nathan. Oh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll start out low. Nerd you guns. Will, you, YouTube it. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, we will. That'd be good. <laughs> Coming soon to the channel. Nate will get thrown off. I've already been thrown off a horse, so that's fine. Um, and Nate will get tossed off. Although I'll I would be sneezing the whole time because I'm around I, hay. I wasn't 46 last time I hit the ground from a horse, so it'd probably hurt a lot worse now. You ain't getting back up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bounced back up last time. Uh, Nate, so you're allergic to horses, so you'd be like Matthew Broderick. Yeah. You know, he's allergic to horses. No. I have no yeah. idea why. Why are we talking why? about Matthew Broderick? Did he uh, kill a dude? Why are we talking about him? Because uh, he's allergic to horses Jessica like you. And know. he was in Glory, and he was allergic to horses, so he had to take the guy uh, that wrote this wrote Glory. I see what you're doing. No, I don't think he did. He? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? He did. Yeah, Ken jo- Holy KJ. shit! <laughs> I'm so good at this. I have no idea how you two pulled that out, but uh <laughs> I, I, I powers activate form of a moron. Yeah, uh, idiot. I'm gonna say uh while I get these two back uh wrangled down, let's go ahead and hit a commercial break real quick. <laughs> we are like the idiot wonder twins. Let's, Charlie, let's, you get to be the monkey. Uh whatever gets me into this commercial break. Let's go, we'll be right back. <laughs> Hey 
Hey guys, this is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color with Wolfie D, every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis, we're talking ECW, WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of Famer on the show with us. Every Monday at noon, Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Hey, this is the one-man goldmine, the one-man enterprise of professional wrestling and all entertainment, Flynn Hendricks. And you better believe when I'm looking for a good podcast to listen to, I go to my own. I go to the I Know You Hear Me podcast hosted by me, Flynn Hendricks. That is such a fresh perspective for how you should look at life, too. Like, I just, I love that. And then when I'm feeling spooky, I go to my other podcast, Tales from the Haunt, where myself, I want my head shoved inside a 15-pound silicone mask more you know i want to have a bucket of sweat coming off me at the end of the night than just jeff dogs don't like it (laughs) i hate you so much talk to other scare actors about what it takes to get into the world of scare acting so if you're curious about how people became professional wrestlers actors prioritized their mental health became entrepreneurs avoided burnout or got into scare acting you need to go check out i know you hear me and tales from the haunt Available on all podcasting platforms. And I know you hear me. I swear, I thought that commercial break was longer. I'm still eating Smarties. Just keep Don't worry. Smarties. It was enough time for me to go in the other room and get my spitting can out for my chewing tobacco. So much spitting in this movie. First of all, uh, Nathan, it's called a spittoon. It is a, a spittoon. spittoon. Well, to be fair... Nate probably doesn't have a spittoon, so he got a spittoon. I don't. Can. I just have the ground. <laughs> That's fair, too. I it's his home. He can spit on the floors on if he wants website. to. Dude, don't be spit. Okay, if you're going to spit on your floor, don't tell Mark when he comes to help you pull carpet. I say, yeah, it doesn't matter. We're pulling the carpet to- like tomorrow anyway. <laughs> he hates that anyway. <laughs> what I hear. Uh, you know what, Nate? If you want a glimpse of living that kind of life, we can go to Texas Roadhouse and you can grab peanuts and throw them on the ground. Oh, I like that. And I'll get some biscuits. Oh, there's some rolls. You know, I had a job once where I made those in the back. I wouldn't survive. No, I I only did it for like two weeks. It sucked. I quit. But no, I just (laughs) keep eating the rolls and that butter. Yeah, the butter is. (laughs) Damn, Nate. All right, teacher idea. Butter. That butter. Nate needs that butter. butter. Got to get that butter. Hello, lamp, and I need that butter. There we go. Do you guys remember the first time you saw this? Tombstone? Tombstone? Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's start with Dan because he picked it. Go hit us. Uh, <laughs> we ask this question all the time. Man. Yeah. Um, this is our bit. <laughs> no, I don't remember the first time I saw it, but I know I've seen it probably somewhere in the range of 50 or 60 times easily. Hmm. Um, back in 94 and five, six, that region, um, when I lived in Cincinnati, my friend Andy and I would watch this and the cowboy way every day for like three months. I forgot how awesome the cowboy way was. Excellent. Right. Tell me, right. Yeah. So I bought bought that one too. That's why, uh, that's why at one time I owned a lasso 
because Andy and his brother John both had pickup trucks, so we'd sit in the back of the pickup, drive around town at night. Uh, we got bored, and I'd la- we'd lasso like fire hydrants and mailboxes and stuff like that. So I um, just imagine you just getting ripped right out of the back of the pickup one time. Well, no, just well, we wouldn't we wouldn't lasso and then <laughs> just ragged us. Yeah, we would, we'd lasso it and go, "Ha, I got it!" And then we'd stop and pull it off there, and then we go to the next thing. And that is whatever. the most boring run around lassoing I've ever heard of. Well, beyond that, we used to drive my little Chevy Monza. You know what a Chevy Monza is? I know what a Monza right. is. It was my first car. So what we would do is we'd drive down these roads in Sharonville or Forest Park, where they were doing construction, or Winton Woods. And they'd have orange barrels on the road, and I would get up to about 60 or 70, and Andy would kick out the uh, passenger's door as hard as he can and hit these uh, the big orange barrels and send them into people's front yards. That poor Monza. Nate, what's your first time watching Tombstone? I think this is one of the movies that my Nana had recorded on the VHS from us for, like, off HBO or Showtime, one of those, you know? Yeah, um, what us poors like, would do. Yeah, what us day. poor people would do <laughs> with our VHS mixtapes, and this is what we would get. Um, so it was definitely, like, early, young. I definitely remember, like, high school absolutely falling in love with this movie again, though, and having a better appreciation for it, um, especially with Sam Elliott. And in high school, I was going through a really big, like, roadhouse phase. So roadhouse, it all makes roadhouse, sense. Roadhouse, roadhouse. Yeah. Um, I, I just the double douche. I've <laughs> always loved this movie, but the funny thing is, I've actually never seen the other Wyatt Earp movie that came out the same year with Kevin, Kevin Costner. Kevin Don't. Costner. Don't. Yeah. I won't. I, it's three and a half hours long. Like, Dances without wolves. Yeah. Yeah, it's just another one of those Kevin Costner movies. I just don't have the desire to sit through. Nate, if you're going to spend three hours watching Kevin Costner, do it when he has gills. Waterworld! Waterworld! Mad Max on water! Oh, I love Waterworld. Yeah. I can't wait till we do that one. But then, There's like, only like a handful of Kevin Costner films that are acceptable. Waterworld is one of them. Waterworld and Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yep, I, I'll take yep, that. Yep, I'll allow yep, it. Yep, yep, yep. Bull Durham. Bull Durham's good. Mm-hmm. Bull Durham's good. But I remember yeah, like I Wild yeah. Bill came out... <laughs> And for some reason, as a kid, I was not allowed to watch that one. So I've never seen Tombstone, Wild Bill. Stone, but you've never seen Wild Bill. Yeah, I was never allowed to watch that one. Which one but was I was Wild allowed Bill? to watch The Quick and the Dead. It's got Jeff Bridges. Hmm, I never saw that either. Yeah, what, I, I got to seek it out. No, no, no. That Wild way I Bill. can watch it and be like, ha ha, mom and dad, yeah. you can't rule me. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that Wild Bill movie either. But I was allowed to watch The Quick and the Dead, which shows literally the back of a man's like skull blow out. Yeah. Yeah. You know what well, I did get to watch, though? Quigley Down Under. Yep. I think Everyone was allowed required. to watch Quigley Down yeah. Under. That's required watching anymore. Yep. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, my first time watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Charlie. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever. Oh, wait. oh, I'm sorry, Charlie. I forgot you were there. You may go now. Uh, you may proceed. Right. See what I did there? Thanks, Doc. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, um, no. I've watched this probably ninety six, ninety seven. Probably just one of the movies I've rented because it's it's Tombstone. It had everyone in it. It you know, name a person they were in this freaking movie. So I watched it. I'm I'm not as huge on westerns like these two are. I like them. 
I can watch them, but I I don't have the passion for them, obviously, that they have. Um, but I enjoyed this movie when I watched it when I was younger, and I think I've probably seen it, I don't know, five times, counting last night. This is probably about the amount of times I've seen this movie. Tombstone um, is the reason I wore tails and a cowboy hat to my prom. I can see that. Yeah, did that you have a bo- Did you have a bola tie, too? Yes. Everybody, everybody in that time frame had a bola tie. As a matter of fact, yes. Um, and I don't think I wore my cowboy. No, I did. Did you tell your prom date that you were coming and hell was coming with you? Well, I ended up marrying her and then oh, divorcing her. So oh, she shit. She All right, I'm backing me. out. I'm out. <laughs> Abort, Nate. Abort. Abort. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> Uh, it's okay, bud. Neither did Dan at the time. <laughs> no, 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 hell was coming with her, obviously. Uh, I have that drop, but I was prepared for later. <laughs> it doesn't feel right to play it now. No, it no, doesn't. Yeah, it by feels all means, dirty it'll, and unclean. It'll, it'll remind me of other times. Screw it. We're gonna. I'm playing the yeah, drop. Play it. <laughs> all right, Clinton. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. See that? It says United States Marshal. What? Please don't kill me. Please. Take a good look at him, Mike. Because that's how you're going to end up. The Cowboys are finished. You understand me? I see a red sash. I killed a man wearing it. So run, you cur. Uh, run! Tell all the other curs the lie's coming. You tell them I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me. So there, there, we we played the drop. I had I had to play that. I love that line. Plastic. The way like Kurt Russell like sometimes just yells in this movie is I so I think it cool. was it was good. <laughs> it was some good direction on his own. Directing part. himself. <laughs> he was, All right, he went, Kurt, you know what I really here's what I need here. out of you, Kurt. Yeah. Get real angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I want I want to see him slap himself around though, as he's like, no, I'm angrier, angrier, just start slapping his own. I know face. you have it in you, Kurt. <laughs> no, he's not Christian Bale. His amateur he's hour. He's never going to just start yelling at people on set. Well, no, if he was Christian Bale, he would have also gained like 200 pounds and lost 175 of that in like a week. No, no, that's Val Kilmer that gained 275 pounds. Yeah, no, Val no, no, Kilmer. that's real Val Kilmer. That's real. Oh, I got you. Well. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm with you now. It just took me a second. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Val Kilmer, do you guys see the new trailer for Top Gun? The new Top Gun? Oh, I have man. not watched it yet. Not yet. Oh man, so good. It's mean, just it going to get delayed again. I was going to say, is it going to get pushed back again? It might actually. Who knows? That, that movie was actually never made. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> they're just they're just catfishing us with a trailer. <laughs> really weird, Tom Cruise. It, it's just a bunch of trailers put together. That's it's like that's Oblivion. Pretty... It's just going to start over. At, uh, yeah, every how many on, times, then? <laughs> he was trailing. We off have barely yeah. even touched upon how incredible Val Kilmer was in this movie. Okay, I well, because Val Kilmer that. needs its enti- his his own due. This is now this the film. Val Kilmer segment. Yes, okay. go ahead, please. And Nate, please start us off with the Val Kilmer segment. Well, I got a gun for the both of you. That's right. I, I love You're so that. drunk, you probably see two of me, <laughs> and I've got a gun for both of you. This method acting, character acting that he does in this movie, it 
how do you not get an Oscar? How did he not get something? Best supporting for this actor. Role? He didn't yeah. slap anybody. He didn't need to. He slapped him with words. I mean, yeah, Kurt oh. Russell was the one who was beating the shit out of all of his co-stars, not Val Kilmer. Oh, that's right. That's I true. I saw where Dan, Dan Dan's doing another Will Smith joke. That's three. <laughs> Billy Zane. Out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made it. I'm playing it. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Do you think this is Val's best performance? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And Hands I'm down. I'm a I'm a fan of Val Kilmer. You know, I I I I did like him as the Batman. I liked him as Iceman in you know Top Gun. I have seen uh this the Saint I always get that confused with the He Jackals. is fantastic came out in Kiss Kiss stuff. Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. What about Real Genius? It's a oh, younger yeah. version of him, but it's yeah. good. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. He, Top he Secret. Uses a, he uses a laser to make popcorn in someone's house. <laughs> He does. <laughs> he, there's a gift. There of that was a around. weird time where Val Kilmer had all this potential, you know? The yeah. ghost in the darkness. Uh, Willow. Mad Mardigan, oh, guys. Come yeah. on. Mad Mardigan. <laughs> you know they're making a Willow series for Disney Plus? I'm I'm hopeful. It's happening. I'm, we'll I'm see. almost kind of tired of everyone going, let's make it a TV show. We got what is it coming out now? Lord of the Rings is coming out. Yes. A prequel Game of Thrones is coming out. Yes. Yep. And what did they announce the other day that's getting turned into a television show? This podcast? Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Disney called. Happening. We're going to be on our own television show. Um, we'll be right after the uh, Moon Knight premiere. However, I will state there is a program, a, a video program coming. Oh, really? Do yeah. tell. I know there's a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a uh, there's a there's a um, a program coming to the YouTube channel that I'm aware of. Well, we'll talk about that towards the end. How about yeah, that? Yeah, there you go. There's that's called a tease, folks. That's Give a tease. Well, my OnlyFans. I Okay, Nate's. I got to make a living. Nate's I got to get paid, boys. <laughs> well, that was not long enough for us to gush over Val Kilmer. Keep going. And that was the, the end running. of the Val Kilmer segment. That sucked. Nate's got Damn eat. it. All right, so Val Kilmer in this movie, fantastic. He did practice all of the the, the quick draw and the, the gun play. He did all that. He added the southern twang. Um, which he did like an aristocrat type yeah, Very, accent. very good. Um, Sells it 100%. The man can, like, roll coins between his knuckles. Yeah, I tried and to, I he could do that. a gunsling with, like, a cup. The little tin gill. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the little I tin cup. I love that scene. The... Uh, Okay, so when I think about Val Kilmer and all of the the scenes that he absolutely steals, it's hard to pick my favorite. True. Nate, can you pick a favorite? It's honestly the fight at the OK Corral. He's got the double barrel shotgun. There's a guy hiding behind a horse. He fires that gun in the uh, in the air, and when the horse buckles, then he shoots the guy hiding hiding behind. Like. Right. It's so simple. It's so subtle, but damn, is it not badass? But I, in that same scene though, right before that, when they walk up and he's carrying it and he kicks oh, his he, shoulders back so and his awesome. coat falls off, and you see the look of fear in everyone's eyes when he does that. Like, because oh, he looks intimidating as shit. You have to, you have to imagine. It's like this guy's on his deathbed. He's he doesn't he care. care. He. 
shoot at me. I'll yeah. I'll shoot you till the end. Not getting a win. rat's ass is very liberating. And it really is. He, he absolutely encompassed that. Yeah, when he gets into the shootout with Ike. Like he pulls out both his pistols and he just starts unwelling like on everything. Yeah, in that like uh room or house or whatever the hell he's like hiding in. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he, he's just. I I think I like my I think out of everything my favorite scene with him though is probably when we first see him and he's playing poker. Yeah. And the guy stands up and he goes, are we cross? You know, if I didn't think we were friends, I don't think I could bear it while he's tapping his pistols. Right. You know, um, and, and it he, keeps going and he puts the pistols oh, on yeah. the table. And he's like, and there, goes, now we can be friends again. And now we can be the friends. Guy. <laughs> yeah. And he stabs yeah. him. They set the tone of this guy. I'll say every, everyone knows the most famous line from this movie is, I'm your Huckleberry. Mm-hmm. That's everyone knows that it, he says it actually twice in this movie. I actually forgot he says it twice. Same. But you always have the one at the beginning with Johnny Ringo's drunk and he's trying to get in the fight. And I that I also I love this scene because he's walking up to Billy or Johnny with the pistol behind his back. Mm-hmm. So I mean he's like ready to go. He's like whatever whatever needs to happen. It wasn't like he was going to quick draw him. He was going to put him down. These sly, like, smart-ass lines that he says to him, too, yeah. to Johnny. Of, oh, like, he's go- he's goading him. He's always yeah. goading him. And the, my favorite, though, and it's the one I grabbed the drop. Honestly, it's the cleanest drop you can get for this the interaction is at the end when Johnny Ringo's expecting Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday shows up. I'm your Huckleberry. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. I'm your Huckleberry. Yeah, that lo- that, that is fantastic. Yeah. And, and it's a wearing, whole thing. It's oh, a, yeah, yeah. He's wearing the Marshall yeah. badge and everything at that point. There was a, um, a lot of, ooh. like, for the movie, there's a lot of dramatic pauses because, you know, Johnny Ringo's trying to process everything going on. But... It's to the point where even Johnny's like, I don't have any beef with you. And he goes, oh, no, no. We're finishing what we started earlier. We're finishing that game. Yeah, and that's and, great because like uh, Doc's getting shaved out on the front stoop of the barber. Yes. And that's yeah. when he, he, he goes to first challenge Johnny Ringo. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, after he gets dragged off, he's just like, eh. He walks back, sits back, and goes, you may proceed. And proceed. the barber finishes the he shave. Sets oh, down, he sits down in the chair with such flair. Like, even for a sick guy, he just drops his body into it and kicks his legs up. Proceed. And it's like, God, I love, I love how he acted in this. A lot of flourish, a lot of drip on that boy. Well, like, he had a lot of drip. He, he got that, that swagger. That's right, he did. When he pulls the gun and kills Ringo... And, like, that bullet to the head, the way it's shot, the way he's yelling, come on, come on. It's yeah, horrific. That it is, is something out of a horror movie. Johnny doesn't drop immediately like you expect. You know, no. you get a gunshot wound to the head, you fall down. He's, like, zombie walking towards him, you know. It, and Doc is just taunting him still. Yeah. yeah. In, he always in has a look on his, he, he has the look on his face kind of like, uh, uh, what's his name in um, uh, RoboCop? He's like, yeah, he's coming after you. After oh, toxic, toxic guy. Yeah. Melted yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, toxic <laughs> Avenger guy. Uh, so, yeah, and, and the move is so quick because he's like, 
pulls, shoots, puts it back in his holster, and just sits there. And it's just lightning quick. It, it's you know, super like, fast. Yeah, he's like, that. you're no Huckleberry. You're no Huckleberry at all. You know, and he you're no Daisy. You're no Daisy. That's what it is. No Daisy. Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, when you watch the movie, you're like, okay, so Wyatt Earp is obviously, you know, nerves of steel. Been through it, uh, at least the depiction in this film. Yeah. Been through it, nerves of steel, badass. Val Kilmer, nerves of steel because he doesn't have anything else to lose. He doesn't care. Complete badass. Yep. Who is the most badass out of the two of them, though? Oh, I'm going to go Wyatt only because they treat him like he is untouchable. And the man was never shot in real life. He walked on water. The way that they. Yeah, exactly. The way they portray him when he's yelling, no, no, as he's like charging at them. There is an account of that. That that really that is. That is partially really what happened. Yeah. That he walked through crossfire and never took a hit and gunned someone down. I don't know if it was um, Powers Booth or anything, you know, that yeah, character. Right, he's, right. But there's there's a lot of... So Wyatt Earp wrote his own, basically, history. He dictated everything that was going to come out. He even sued someone. He didn't die till 1929. You got to understand that. Movies were around... When yeah, Wyatt he hung Earp out died, on movie sets for he Western. hung out yeah. on movie. Uh, he was an advisor for him. There's a rumor. There's no one that's ever backed it up. But John Wayne has said he has met Wyatt Earp before, probably a younger version of John Wayne. But on the set of a lot of the westerns, Wyatt Earp was there. You know, he made sure his story was going to be told his way until he passed, and then some actual like accounts came out about him, and it's like he wasn't the hero we thought he was, but based on this movie Wyatt Earp is the ultimate in this period it's just how he's set up to be and the thing that really so you watch the film I think it's shot well the action is good the dialogue is fantastic the acting is is really good and all the action and stuff's really good in it but then if you watch it again or for the 30th or 50th or third time or whatever you realize there is not just the brothers of Wyatt and Virgil and Morgan, mm-hmm. but Doc and Wyatt. There's such a ride or die kind of brotherhood right there because I mean, uh, Texas Creek and, and or Turkey Creek and Texas Jack, they're with them now. And so is Michael Rooker's character and some of these other cowboys because they're like, Hey, uh, what they did to you and your women and stuff is not right. We're done with these guys. We're with you now. And they look at Doc and he's coughing and dying basically of tuberculosis. And they're like, why are you doing this for? And he goes, Wyatt is my friend. And he goes, hell, I got a lot of friends. And he goes, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, and I, I love that whole super powerful. Scene yeah. Super yeah, powerful. It's scene. really, really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So, but you guys have brought it up again. And I, I wanted to ask, and I think you kind of briefly mentioned it there, but. I had no idea why Michael Rooker was part of his crew at the end. Because he's at the beginning with yeah, you know, Johnny he, Ringo. Well, it he, was after his brother getting shot in the back and yeah. them kind of realizing that the Cowboys were unhinged. And they're like, we're not really about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but they don't. Like, after the women, too. There, There is quite a bit of this movie that was cut before its release. This movie is actually longer than it is. Right. Um, I would so, love to see. 
the full I'm release. Sh- I'm sure a lot. I, I got to say, if I have one critique of this movie, I, uh, watching it again, and some people have commented in the group about it. Like, one guy was like, this movie didn't really grab me, but I'm going to watch it again before the episode comes out. And I'm watching it going, I can understand a little bit why this movie maybe didn't grab certain people. It does tell a lot of story between all the action. There's a lot of mm-hmm. It does, because you have a lot and, of build-up, and yeah. then once the action gets going, uh, it's it's a heavily action western, which is usually not the case. Usually it's it, a lot of build-up, and then the final in, 10 minutes is the shootout. Yeah, you know? it, it is, and it's, we get it's a full in clusters. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a good montage at the end, but, but till then it's really just a, a lot of setup gunplay, a lot mm-hmm. of setup gunplay, but and that's kind of the thing till the end. The end is like the crescendo. The thing, boom, with this here movie, you go. We're going all out. The setup is all scene stealing, you know, performances. Like everyone is kicking this movie. Yeah, it's nonstop. Like there's no that's one what makes that's it so much heightened, so much more fun to watch. There's no bad acting in this movie. Period. No. As far as I'm concerned, there I don't I can't see anyone doing anything different or better in this movie. Even the people that are a little bit more out there, it still fits them. You know, the 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 whole um Ike character and everything like that. It it still fits what they're yeah. portraying on the story. You know, you know and, and can we talk about uh of course Michael Bine being in this film along oh, God, with I love Michael Bine. <laughs> yeah, well, who doesn't, right? Well, the people that kill him in every movie. But <laughs> can we talk about that and of course Bill Paxton? Bill both being in this movie together. You know how yeah. hard it is now to watch a Bill Paxton movie. It, I it, I still it, just get super excited when I see him. Yeah. I do, but yeah, I it also I'm, sucks. You know, I'm watching it going, I miss this guy, man. I really do. I, I Yeah, he was, I mean, everything, every role that I can think of off the top of my head of his, he stole, he just stole it. I mean, yeah. any, anything from Chet and Weird Science to, you know. Hudson he was, and Aliens, I mean, uh, with Michael Bine. Coconut Severin Pete. and Near Dark. You know, oh, yeah, Severin. I mean, this, I mean, and even in this, he was the lesser of the three brothers. Yeah, and definitely had the lesser screen role for this film. Yes, but still, absolutely encompassed this. Uh, 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 Next to Ken, I was going to say he's almost like know, a similar character to what he did in Next to Ken. Almost so, you know, and and Twister, a whole different oh, type of Twister. character, and he was fantastic in that. Yeah, I, I, I've always been a huge fan of Bill Paxson. Like I said, it was just, it was that nostalgia, like just kind of hitting you in the gut watching this going, man, it's, this guy was fantastic. It sucks. He's gone now. You know, it was just like this gut, gut wrenching thing of how an awesome, the other thing that kind of hit me was I watched part of, um, what was that Tarantino movie once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was reading some background stuff timothy oliphant's in it and they're filming a western scene they wrote that scene with bill paxton in mind bill paxton Mm -hmm. was supposed to be the timothy oliphant character oh really now but he passed away as they were writing the script so reading and seeing that and then watching this i was just kind of like it just sucks that we lost bill paxton it sucks yeah it it, you know it does but it's it's one of those things where 
you can look back at this kind of this work of his yeah and absolutely appreciate and yeah he was one of those actors especially of our generation like me and charlie's generation and and now nate is a younger generation enjoying his work that you almost felt like you knew the the guy and the best part was everyone everyone that i've ever heard talk about him said he was absolutely just fantastic top notch yeah just he's super 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 dude he's one of those guys you felt like you could probably go up and talk to yeah you know easily you'd be able to like enter the conversation with him with ease and like i don't i don't get that feeling with kurt russell you know what i mean like as much as i'm a huge fan of kurt russell's i don't feel like i could walk up to him and say you know i love your work you know i I, I bet you could with sam elliott i bet i would hope so elliott I would hope so. Do I? You know? I, I bet you could. I mean, if you could get to him and get a second there, to just there's say that. to him. We, we don't live I, in any I, places. Yeah, that I'm, do I'm that sure. And... I'm sure he's pretty cool about you know, kind of like that. I would. I would think that he would just be like, "Oh yeah, man, cool, thanks." You know, or he'd I, be like, he'd be like, oh, yeah, "I appreciate that." You know, I I can't. I can say Michael well, Bine is like that. I have got to talk to Michael Bine before. Yeah. Did and... you kill him? No, I didn't kill Michael Bond. Why not? Everyone else does. For legal purposes. Yeah, Everyone else kills him in all the movies. I was at a convention. A friend of mine was set up next to his uh, autograph booth. Oh, you you were in a movie with him. No. Not oh. not this time. It was that okay. was the other time. I was confused. I'm sorry. No, she had done uh an aliens print. Awesome. It's Chelsea. You know, Nate, we talked about her on our yeah. From Beyond stuff. And she's like right next to him and he's, he wasn't super busy, but he was talking to someone and I went, well, why don't you just reach over there and say, Michael, can you please sign this? Or do you like this? And he looks, smiles and looks down and he goes, that is kind of cool. I like that. And I was like, it's, it's that simple. <laughs> you know, it's, they're, they're people just talk to them. It's fine. Yeah. That's yeah, all it absolutely. takes. Absolutely. So Tombstone, fantastic film. Absolutely absolutely love tombstone there's yeah we don't need to walk through this this no. is no not people voted for this okay. because they saw it you know first of all if you haven't seen this don't listen to our dumb asses go see this movie go, yeah go if, you, too if, late if you've for that. listened yeah. all the way up to well this over an hour into it <laughs> going yeah, yeah you wow maybe i should have seen tombstone <laughs> you blew it you could have you could have seen an hour uh, well, but don't worry dan stuff. told me now i should go watch it so yeah, yeah i'll be right, right back yeah. Should have done it before, uh, but <laughs> in the era, and I, I kind of already, I'm going to, I already kind of know the answer here. But two part question: in the era of all the remakes, do they remake Tombstone ever? No, you can't. Okay. No. Question two: if they did, <laughs> it's Hollywood. They probably will. <laughs> yeah. Give me some of the casting. Oh God, I. Uh... Exactly. Yeah, that immediately freezes my brain, especially this movie. Okay. I, I just Doc said Oliphant. Uh, Timothy Oliphant is Doc. Okay. I, like I could also he could be. I could see him as I could see him as Johnny Ringo though. You know what I mean? If you think about his justified character, actually, no. I know who Johnny Ringo is going to be. Walter Goggins. Exactly. Gone. Yeah, All right. absolutely. New Walter idea. Goggins. We take the whole yep. cast from Justified and we throw them <laughs> I into know Tombstone. Where you're going. And We're, everyone and, from Justified is Tombstone now. And Sam Elliott's still in this. We'll still yeah, throw and Sam, Sam Elliott, Elliott in is this. still Virgil. Yeah, yeah, he can still be Virgil. Or he could be Marshall White now. 
I want Ron Swanson as the haggard old sheriff that's no, left. No, no, that's going to be Sam Elliott now because he's old. No, I think he can still play no. Virgil, dude. Actually, he probably could. <laughs> what am I thinking? Yeah, well, he could play the Charlton Heston character, too. You know, Ooh, yeah, that'd be good, actually. He yeah, had like a bit that. in there. That's not bad. That's not bad. But, yeah. You know, I like the old, the one that uh, Booth Powers shoots after he howls at the moon. You yeah, know, we let we let uh, Ron Swanson play that one. Oh, you know, okay. There you go. There okay. You. He's got the mustache already. Yeah, well, yeah, so well, he can play, he, he can be after uh, work is done. Bill. Depends on what day it is. Well, yeah, he can shave Monday and it's back by Thursday. I'm probably it's, it's yeah, fine. That's very yeah. true. Not even worried about that. That's very true. No, I think we casted it perfect, Nate. We nailed it. Yeah, there you go. Give it the you, Dan. Walter, Walter Next Goggins. challenge, Dan. Done. Okay. Do you put okay? Here's a challenge. Compare and then just pick one. This or Young Guns? I'm probably going this. I'm gonna go Young Guns. I'm going Tombstone all day. All day, yeah. all day. I'm not and I'm not saying that's that's a wrong you know, like the wrong answer. No, you can't do that. Right. I can see why All day, all day. Yeah. Uh, I would I I think to just Young Guns struck then, a better nerve with me. I think at, I at like my Young age. Guns two more than Young Guns one. Which uh, one was the one where really? they were in the house at the I end? I think so. That's Young Guns. Is that the first one where he jumps out of the? Uh, uh, somehow he survives getting thrown out of the house in a in a trunk. Yeah, jumps up and guns everybody down when they have the Gatling gun. That's yeah one. Okay. The the second one is Old Billy telling the story. Yeah. Because it's based uh, off that old man who claims to have all the same wounds. Yeah, that Billy yeah, the Kid had. yeah. They yeah. never quite figured out whether he actually was Billy the Kid or not. Yeah. Yeah, I like really to live nice. in a world where he was. I have no problem with it. Let the man yeah. think he was Billy the Kid. I think it's kid. cool. Who cares? Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Emilio Estevez is Billy the Kid. So what yeah. do I know? I can live in that world too. <laughs> Bruce Emilio! Campbell played with Elvis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boba, yeah. Boba so, well, There you go. But no, I, I, and I think again, it's a generational thing. I didn't. Dad liked westerns. We had a picture of Clint Eastwood hanging in our living room for a long time. With As a American gun families belt. do. Yeah, it was. It looked like one of those wood burning pictures, and it ha- Dad had a gun belt that hung off of the side of it. Did it so, come from the local flea market and swap meat? As far as I, I know, I, that's it the was, next thing is you get those only at flea markets. Well, I think that's where the flea markets get them now is from the old people that <laughs> it's not part of the decor. But no, it was like legit. I, from my earliest memories, that was always hanging in the living room. And dad did watch a lot of the Clint Eastwood type movies. And I watched Tombstone. And again, it was it was fun. It was action packed. But I think I'm gonna lean more towards young guns if I have to be honest. Yeah. My my grandmother and 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 dad and everything was John Wayne, huge John Wayne fans. Yeah. My and and Papaw was a huge Western fan, period, because he would just be like, I love the scenery. I love what it looks like out west and all this stuff. It's also what was on. I mean, you gotta For, remember what was um, <laughs> that was the thing, so, yeah. It was yeah. always <laughs> on. So we would watch a lot of I watched a lot of Westerns, a lot of uh, John Wayne stuff. Yeah, and See, mine was always Clint Eastwood. I was never yeah. big on. Uh, you were more of a spaghetti John Western. Wayne stuff. Well, it's just like the John Wayne movies. I as a kid, I always thought was really boring. Yeah, like, and they could be for, for sure. But it's uh, you know, I think that's the big difference. Though I think Young Guns felt more like a spaghetti western, whereas Tombstone felt more like a John Wayne style western. Well, and that's yeah. the thing that's think. funny too is like a lot of like this era of westerns and even to like the modern ones, um, like Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. Or three ten to Yuma, like movies that I think are phenomenal, 
they harken back to like that slow burn that I think those movies from the 40s were, you know, were doing, but it's sure. just like yeah, because they're done remakes, on such mate. a high caliber way, you know. I mean, they're they're remakes, so they, they are. They will like, harken back to the I movies. Think the, of I think the only original western was like way. Posse. I think maybe you know. I don't think. Yeah, that was I don't. I honestly don't think they've done an original western. Yeah, I mean, since, done... since like Tombstone. I mean, and even Tombstone has like throwbacks to a lot of the well, early well, they've had they've That's, done magnificent I will say, seven 12 times i think so i mean there's yeah. a netflix movie called the harder they fall that just came out late last year i haven't watched that yet I, that, that is, is yeah. a fantastic western movie yeah. lakeith stanfield idris elba jonathan majors yeah. like oh that movie was so much but fun. you know i was also the you know my childhood was when you talked like westerns it was like bonanza you know, it was gun the smoke. stuff you wa- gun smoke, the stuff you watched on TV, and you might you might have got to watch a movie. You might have got to watch something that had like y- Yul Brenner in it, and y- they just didn't grab me at the time. I mean, we're also talking in nineteen uh, late nineteen eighties. I'm watching Star Wars, so obviously, yeah, exactly, I'm, I'm, like I'm going that direction. Mm. So, Young Guns just had that younger character driven story that I felt like probably attached to the teenage years that i grew up in now the you know funny what? thing is there's like some guys that are three of them they're 40 years older than us and they have a podcast talking about give me back my western movies and about how kids these days don't appreciate the old school they're western 40 movies. years older than us yeah it's a bunch of 80 year old guys all like upset about how western movies <sighs> just don't make Damn it like it. they used to we weren't well, announcing that show yet, Nate. Damn it. <laughs> well, let's the be give me back here. my is trademark, damn it. <laughs> the last modern Western was The Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's Western it's, slash it's very uh, Western. Japanese. It's spaghetti Western. It's, it is. It's very Western influenced. Yeah. Well, Star Wars is Western influenced. Yeah. yeah Star- I mean, yeah, come it, on. It, it, know, it's Western fi- high fantasy. Yeah. It, absolutely. It, it, the samurai, all, all that stuff. It, it's well known that it is all that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what we watch is based off of this, but I just know I'm more of the product of the run and gun movies, the, the, the core action movies, you know, of Arnold and stuff. Arnold was in a Western. He had a seven shooter, you know, it, it was uh, a it was one of his earlier. Yeah, it was one of his earlier movies. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Sound and that was know that one. It was an oddball thing in the movie. They they played up that he, uh, the bad guy counts like six shots. And he's like, ah, you're out. And he's like, nope. And he had one more shot left. It was a seven shooter. <laughs> I'm sure there was Sucker. a seven shooter gun out there somewhere. Dude, there's like twelve shooters and stuff out there. I mean, you can make yeah, just about anything. All kinds of nonsense. Go ahead and talk. I'll find the name of that real quick. <clears throat> all right. So Nate, when you watch Tombstone. You hadn't seen it in a while, I'm sure, before you watched it. Yeah, it's actually been a little while since I watched it. I was excited when you picked it because it's like, it's going to win. It's tied. It's tied, damn it. uh, um, Okay, so with Tombstone being a fabulous movie, if you could have been one character, if you could play one character in Tombstone, who is it going to be? I'd pick Virgil because I still get to hold an arm. I still have one good arm to hold you with. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's that's good. Yeah. Now you wouldn't have played um, Ike. I, now I know I play Ike a lot in real life. That doesn't mean <laughs> I want to be Ike. No, 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 not you being <laughs> really. You get to play in the movie. We get. We're going to remake Tombstone, and we're going to cast it, and you get to be any character you want. 
I still want to be the man with the sexiest voice ever, Sam Elliott. I'm picking Virgil no matter what. No, you you can't pick my pick. No, no, no. I'm just making sure you know you're not actually Ike. You're just Nate playing Virgil. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yep, yep. Charlie, who do you want, want to be? Really, the only dude that has any kind of stature or, you know, impact on the screen is Booth Powers. Powers Booth. I don't know why I keep saying it back. Why do you keep messing it up? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, <laughs> May he rest in peace. Powers Booth. I'm playing nice, that character. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I want to be, uh, I want to play Dana Delaney's character. You want to be Dana Delaney? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that we get to make out with Kurt Russell. That's right. Because okay. he's a sexy man. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought it. Did you guys, so I read a little bit of the trivia and stuff on this, and I didn't see anyone that's picked up on it, but I also didn't read like everyone's review of Tombstone. Did you guys get like a little bit of a subtext when he first meets her? Or am I, is, is Pete rubbing off on me on movies now? So Dana Delaney shows up. She sees Kurt first, right? She gets out of the stage coast with Billy Zane. Don't you dare, Nate. Don't you dare. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Out your mouth! Um, she notices Kurt Russell pretty, pretty quickly. The time he really pays attention, attention to her is in the casino. When Doc Holliday is asking him the questions about his wife slash girlfriend or whatever, she is wearing an all silver dress, all silver. What did Kurt Russell Wyatt come to Tombstone in search of? His fortune, silver, which would turn into yeah, his it was fortune. A silver, it was a silver town, yeah. Well, he goes, "We're gonna go get silver, and that will be our fortune, boys." What's he get at the end of the movie? His fortune. Because of the girl that was in silver when he first saw her. Oh, that's good. Why else would she be in a silver dress at the very beginning of this? Because she's not well, in it at all. Because Kurt Russell else. is an excellent director and should direct more movies. I got one more for you. Hmm. Kurt Russell. Coincidence. I'm going to no. that one. Um, that works in real life, not when you write a movie. Um, Kurt Russell, after Bill Paxton, is been shot and they're trying to dig the bullet out and he's dying kurt russell's covered in blood and he's grabbing bill paxton's face as he passed away none of the blood comes off on bill paxton why that's a metaphor for kurt's hands will forever be stained in blood and he can never wash it off oh Come on, I man. Like I watched that. the movie. I got deep on this one. Yeah, you did. You guys watch it more than I have. All you did was like break my heart, remind me of uh, Morgan getting shot in the back and, you know. Because I'm watching his brother it going, crying, trying like, to keep him alive with that damn dog just keeps barking in the background. Like Bill Paxton's sweaty, but Kurt Russell's hands are what, completely covered in blood. He's like holding them out when he walks past everyone. Yeah, like. And he goes out into the rain and everything, but it's. He can never wash the blood from his hands. You know, it's that's his path that he, he found chose. a beautiful artist moment. Hmm. You're welcome, Pete. <laughs> nah, I think you're full of shit, Pete. I think it's just, uh, just you know, they just didn't do it. Also, back to what I was looking up. At, the movie is called The Villain, and Arnold Schwarzenegger plays the handsome stranger. Uh, 1979, like a... <laughs> Semi-comedy western movie. <laughs> I, 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 stagecoach. Yes, 
this was his time of you really couldn't understand. No, him. like Hercules that means in New he York. just got dug. Yeah. yeah, that just means they dug. I have that him. movie too, by the way. <laughs> so dumb. It came in a six pack of Arnold movies, and they're like, we're never going to sell this one by we itself. We made too many of these DVDs. <laughs> Get rid of them. Package yeah. them with something else. Put them on the other ones. Yeah, put them on. Uh, what was it Twelfth Day? Yeah, I, I don't day? think I've watched Sixth, uh, day. Sixth day. The clone 15th one. There was day, a movie called The Twelfth Man or something like that, or Twelve oh, Monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, something like that. All right. Well, we've I think we've jammered about uh, Tombstone <laughs> here long enough. You know what? Do you want to do one of the bits? One of the? Okay. We can we only do one we have a bit? No, no. We're going to do them both. But do you want to do one of them now? We can. Do you want to do the body count? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Body a count. Oh, yeah. A lot. 67. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, the Cowboys kill quite a few people right at the beginning of the movie. The I'll say this wedding. this movie yeah. starts up heavy ready to go man that mexican wedding thing and then they eat the reception food i was like that's cold well yeah <laughs> the tortilla looked good they said it did and then uh johnny ringo shoots the priest like right. everyone everyone purposely missed him they didn't want to shoot the the godly man let's say and he comes running up at him yelling at him and johnny ringo just turns and shoot it's the instant you realize that this guy's cold Okay, so when they're at the bird the bird cage watching Faust and Curly Bill's like, I would take that deal and crawfish the old devil and shoot him in the ass. And yeah. everyone laughs about it. And he looks at Johnny Ringo, he goes, What about you? And he goes, I already have. I already took that deal. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's like that's a man that is really hating the religion he grew up with. Yeah, you know what? Give me a give me a uh, a uh, Johnny Ringo prequel. If you're gonna you don't remake this, just give me a Johnny uh, uh prequel. That well, that's, that's a hotness what? right now. That's a Walter Goggins vehicle right there. Yeah, Give yeah. me a, a, a prequel of Johnny Ringo with, with Walter Goggins. Yeah, I'll, I'll can, watch it. And he can go after fat people. Fat <laughs> Hey, I thought he was amazing in that movie, too. So he was fantastic. Yeah, he can do movie. no wrong in my eyes. He was fantastic in the movie. Loved it. So, all right. 67. So, 67. 67. That's a lot of dead Western. They should have killed two more. I have an, uh, another question yeah. here in the back. It's not as deep as the other. Yeah, uh, yes, uh, the bald-headed man in the back. Why was the building on fire after the shootout in the OK Corral? Like, they're, they're walking slowly, and there's just a building on fire. Um, all right, so I have two theories <laughs> Dude, on this. Dude, it's really hot. <laughs> I have two theories on this. A, a ricochet hit a oil-burning lamp in that building. Oh, okay, I, I'll, B, I'll buy the that. Okay. Or B, it looked cool as shit as they were walking back down the uh, the roadway with the fire behind them. I vote B. I vote yeah, B. Sometimes yeah, sometimes that's it, all you need is yeah. just something to look cool as shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, it's a quintessential action movie is Kurt Russell walking and there's fire behind them. Or an explosion. Like, yeah, kind of yeah, like this okay. or, or a backdraft. Yeah. Damn it. Just like backdraft. I knew it. I just knew like it was a Kurt Russell thing. I knew it was coming. Uh, this is his second best action movie. This and Backdraft. I sh- I should have had a bit. What about Executive Decision with one? He no, still hasn't watched it. Yeah, I don't know what that is. 
I'm telling you, it's, it'll be his favorite Steven Seagal movie. Oh, and so there it is, oh. three times. Oh, God. He's sti- <laughs> he, I think he's still in Oh, he's Russia. still in the war. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. I'm over here kicking ass. Shut up. All right. So, 67, should have been two more. Fabulous movie. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> and now... What was the other bit we? I didn't do last week, so see, I'm off now. What's you miss one. Yeah, episode? you miss one week. What's, and... the, what's the the next thing? Oh, that's right, Allie Youngs. <laughs> Al should have been in this movie as one of the cowboy henchmen. I wouldn't have worked because there was the anti. Uh, Yeah, that would not worked at all. Yeah, yeah, he would have been relegated to the dark, dark history there. Uh, well, then you you pick this. I think you should lead off. Nine and a half. I I knew it had to be way. Oh wow! Just like he's like, man, I know, I'm done. See ya. Uh, Yeah, I it's it's my favorite western. Um, closely followed by the Sons of Katie Elder. Uh, it is a fantastic vehicle for both Kurt Russell, for Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, Powers Booth, Michael Bine, <laughs> Charlton Heston, Jason Priestley, Stephen Lang, John Tenney, Thomas Hayden Church, Danny Delaney, Michael Rooker, Harry Carey Jr., Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, and let us not forget... The wonderful voiceover work by one Robert Mitchum. Yeah, Robert Mitchum does the. He's the narrator at the beginning of it, isn't it? Yeah, right. he's the, the one thing. End, right, he was going to be Hooker, the the other role, but he got yeah, sick. He got sick. Uh, yeah, he was supposed to have a much larger role in yeah. it. So, Nate, as our other Western fan, what you got? What you alley on? It's a ten. I love this movie. Watching it last night, I, I was wow. just overwhelmed with joy. There was nothing where I was like bored or upset or like, oh, that didn't age well. I, I loved it like so freaking much. So easy you're ten Daisy for me. If you do. Wow. A Nate, ten. That's, Nate, that's why you're my Huckleberry. Hmm. Damn. I feel bad. Uh oh. I, I feel real bad. <laughs> no, no. I honestly, I thought I was pretty damn good with my score here in a second. But you go 10. Damn. Yeah. 10s don't get dropped often, but no, they this don't. is definitely. And, like, that's even including, like, watching this growing up and just, like, still having those fond memories of, like, this being one of the first Westerns that really made an impact on me. Watching this again made me want to dig through the uh, garage and find my cowboy boots. I want to find my cowboy hat. I want to make spurs. I want to make 2022 the year of spurs. I want to play Red Dead Online because I this can't go out be west. The, is this going to be the year of Cowboy Nate? It is, actually. Yeehaw, I, fellas. I'm all, I'm all for I it. I dig it. I'm all for it. I am on board. I back this 100%. I'm going to have coconuts, slayer. though, as my uh, horse. <laughs> horse. Okay. Change, change Python, that, Cowboy Nate. Yeah. Change that Slayer shirt to a Cowboys from Hell. Done. Done. Change that Slayer shirt to that, a Toby Keith. High. Toby Keith. Toby Keith shirt. <laughs> Oh, no, time. what was the alternate uh, ego or uh, alternate? Uh, Chris Gaines. Chris, yeah, you knew where yeah, I was going. I'll get it. You knew Gaines. where I was going. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I give this movie an eight. Hey, respectable. 
Yeah. I, I felt like I was feeling pretty good Especially about it until Nate busts out a 10. Guy. Right. I'm I'm not a huge Western guy. I, I appreciate well, I feel like them. That I'm, eight is is high. That's elevated. Val Kilmer, dude. Val Kilmer and Johnny Ringo. I mean superb acting on everyone's part. Dan listed everyone. Yeah. But <laughs> I can't fault this for the acting. I can't fault this for storytelling. I do feel it might be a hair long for my comfort to just sit down and say, I want to watch to like, this is also a perfect movie for me to like throw on in the background in the shop. Cause it is like a two hour and 10 minute long movie or something like that. So it's like, eh, I could let it go. It's also pop. It's filled to the brim of pop culture references that everyone will watch this movie even if you've never heard of this movie and you watch it, you'll go, oh, that's where that's from. Oh, I understand that reference now. There's so many things that have carried over throughout decades, sucks to say, that this movie has had an impact its entire time it's been available to be watched. So, at eight, I, I think that's, that's respectable. I really it do. Is. I feel like that's a high score for me. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I would say... So average is out to be about a nine. So yeah, the the highest rated movie that we've done so far on our rating system. No, I think Die Hard. No, yeah, Die Hard was pretty high. Which average we, out as a nine? You think? I can't remember now. I can't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't you know. We were doing Die Hard a ten. I gave it a ten. I think Dan I, gave it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even remember what I. Eight for dinner yesterday. It still would have come at like nine and a half. It's up there. It's up there yeah. as one of the I highest. I know what I rated. had for lunch today, but I don't remember what I had. For Actually, lunch I think today. Delta Force was even ranked higher. Delta Force was pretty high too. It yeah. was high. We were in yeah. the nines for that. But um, uh, and I guess that, that that's I want to talk about something real fast since you, <laughs> yeah, Nate segue Nate segue into perfectly it. into uh, it. So are, Nate are we has pretty some much apologies to make? Nate's got to eat some shit tonight, boys. Oh, so period. Like, man, I told you I was going hard. Yeah, that's fair. For two years, I have bashed, and I mean bashed, Mister Bruce Willie, only to find out that the man is suffering from a disease, and I feel terrible. And it explains so much. And I really hope that the man has a peaceful retirement. And I can't wait yeah. to go up into his back catalog and revisit. Oh, are you? Uh, uh, oh, are so you much. now? Does that well, that's mean, the thing. Wait, I love explain... the man so much. I was so upset at his choices. And now it makes sense. Well, see, that explains why his movies the last like four or five years have sucked. They, it, it was, he, made, yeah. he, he didn't know what he was doing. Well, it was that. But I don't he think was, it's just that. I think he it was, was something to stay money. It, he was yeah. making as much money as that he could way he right could now. be part of the like, you know insurance to be able to pay for whatever's going on. Yeah. I'm speculating hey man, here, but Bruce Willis, like I said, I loved him back in Moonlighting, which I wish I could find out of my 972 flipping streaming services. Streaming services, I can't. We get can't Moon. Mm. Uh, moon I know. I'm with um, you. I'm with I you, mean, man. Sybil uh, Shepherd, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, Booger. <laughs> and uh, the lady that now does all the bumpers for Disney uh, uh, Disney Junior, I can't get that. I can't get that show anymore. What the hell is up with that? No. I can't get Murphy Brown either. So you know, whatever. I, whatever. Sucks. Yeah. Come on, streaming services, get yeah. off your asses yeah. and fix it. You like Murphy Brown? I did like Murphy Brown. Yeah. I did. I enjoyed that show. Huh. Yeah. What? Mm. I can't like Murphy Brown. No, you can. 
Okay, it's all right because I do. It's fine. Okay. No, Oliver, uh, and also was Oliver Platt. In that? No, it's the the guy that looks like Oliver Platt. The guy that looks like oh, he was in a uh, Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I um, never saw that. Never saw Eraser. Remember the dude Murphy Brown, the the, the kind of the nerdy dork guy that worked with him, the bald headed yeah. dude. He was in Street uh, Street Hawk. Yes, he was. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, So uh, back on the Bruce Willis thing, the Razzies rescinded the award category. Yeah, I saw that today. They released an apology and everything. What what Uh, did they say was the worst? Well, he had like his own. He has his own category of like performance in seven movies in one year. Like they went hard. Once this was announced, they were like, the Razzies are always meant for, you know, fun, just like. Yeah, San- Sandra stuff. Bullock has happily gone on there and gotten a yeah, Razzie. Halle Berry like, did as well for Halle Berry did it for Catwoman. Sandra God, how many? How many would have John Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal have won if they had these back in the day? Zero. <laughs> Zero, sir. <laughs> it sucks. We wish him. It's heartbreaking. All, it is. It we sucks wish him so much. All and now I'm. I have never said a bad thing other than the movie can still be bad that he's in. But I was never bashing the man. Matter of fact, Jackie pointed out, she goes, you called Nate out on that on the last episode. I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. yeah. <laughs> because I had I had read rumors that there was a medical thing going on. And uh, I will say that supposedly he was a real asshole to Kevin Smith when they did cop out. I did read that. But Kevin also Smith yesterday, I, I apologized. There. Even he went, oh, like, yeah. I do not wish this on anyone. Like, you can I feel like an he asshole. Can, he well, can no, still I do, be I do, like I, an asshole actor-wise, you know. I've got to say, I do wish this upon someone, but I don't want to get political, so I won't say Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't play the Billy thing for that one. I'm, I'm behind <laughs> yeah, you on yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that guy can go. We don't care about that. I look forward to getting nuked. That guy's a real son bitch. Oh, oh, don't worry. He won't ever hear this. Anonymous took care of their internet for us. Oh, you're right. That's right. <laughs> We're safe. Yeah, no problems. Marcus he safe, guys. He can't even take over Ukraine. We're fine, Nate. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to stop there. All right, guys. That was Tombstone. Wolverine. Our... Well, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I've seen them both. Bring it. I'm I'm prepared. Yep. I've watched both. It's awesome. Let's uh, let's wind this show down, boys. Yeah. <clears throat> all right well as always we would like to thank some folks out there one of them being mountain empire comics in johnson city tennessee bristol tennessee diane robb check them out on facebook if you're in the area stop by say hello buy a comic pet a dog two we would like to make sure that everyone is aware of the rest of the shows on the network and that includes the horror show which comes out on this feed so if you're on this feed, you've already heard it. You get it. Two, that would be the Good Beer, Bad Movie Night podcast with Pete and the gang. Also, the Monster Movie Stomp Down, which we will talk about again here in a second. We would like to talk about I Know You Can Hear Me with Flynn Hendricks and Tales from the Haunt. We'd also like to direct you towards Live and in cover, live and in color with Woofy D. Even though it's not on the network, it's a uh, it's a sister show. It's a parallel yeah. show. Yeah, and the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling podcast with myself and one Jimmy Bad Street. 
Professor Jimmy Badstreet. <laughs> Professor Jimmy Badstreet. And occasionally we also have the plastic chic Judd on there. So like that's a good one. Plastic uh, chic. You like that one? Yeah. yeah I, I think, like that Yeah, one. Jimmy, he would. I still don't have a wrestling name. So eventually we're getting one. One day. You'll, you'll get one. Yeah. It'll be something like the blubbering idiot. So <laughs> we also like to make sure that everyone subscribes to all of our social content. Instagram and, uh, well, mostly Instagram and the Facebook group and the Facebook page. Yep. Get on there. Be interactive. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you haven't subscribed to this before and you just stumbled across it, please subscribe. Nate's yawning. Am I, am I boring you, Nathan? No, no, no. It's no, sleepy no. time, no. Nate. Don't forget. Oh, that's right. We're you almost need, at two hours now. You need I'm to tired. get sleepy time music for him. So I make do. sure you subscribe. And rate, review where you can, and share, share, share with everybody. It makes a big deal. And for Pete, you can email us at gmbmampod at gmail.com. Yes, which we got an email the other day, Nate. Did you see that? I did. We're going to we frame got it. One. We finally got one. I'm printing what? it. What? It was from Pete, but it counts. It was from Pete. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one ever wants to email us it's stupid that's that's true. we can't we can't say that pete emailed us that he emailed us so we would quit saying that nate that's right yeah well, well there you go you heard me pete. i scolded good job pete oh <laughs> uh, you he better you better email you're a tech guy all right so so to circle back to the tease earlier for those of you that like the monster movie stomp down and you've probably noticed that there's a couple of new members of the, the crew over there. Yep. Frank and Stompy. Frank and Stompy, for those of you that have never seen Sludge or any of the other, any of, Ruben, our, any of our other cheerful faces here on this podcast, or this yeah. network rather, you will soon get to see two members of yes. the family. They uh they they so. made their debut on the Monster Movie Stomp Down page. Yes. And their Instagram. So yes. that's been released over. So if you want to go check that out, they have their groups. But you will be hearing more from Stompy and Frank. They actually get their own yeah. show. Like a little right. fifteen minute show that's a month. Right. I cool. personally I think this Stompy guy is really onto something. He kind of sounds feel, like an asshole, though. I was going to say, I thought he was an oh, asshole. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he's a complete prick. But I feel like I, I just get his energy, I think. Frank loves David Hasselhoff, and I don't understand that. I'm all a right, metal guy. Right, I might be on Team Frank now. Is Frank, Frank German? Now? Is Frank German? Yeah, not say. that I know of. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> sure he's not. Maybe if he likes the Hoff. I don't, I'm not real, real sure about that. I like Knight Rider. Does that mean I'm German? Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> That's a how that works. Wait. How it works. <laughs> you like eating at Schmitz? <laughs> whoa, whoa. I thought we were talking about Frank. <laughs> Right, but you said if you like the Hoff, you have to be German. Oh, that makes sense. But I like Knight Rider. Does yeah. that make me German? That was a whole thing oh, about I trying to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. And you like Rammstein. I do. And as Nate pointed out, I love Schmitz and Columbus. That's, that's true. That's good. Yeah. I do he, think he, he's German. German in my that's blood. what I'm having for dinner tomorrow night, by the way, the food trucks up here. I had it for lunch today because I, I bring Schmitz now. Yep. Nice, nice. All right. Woo! Well, Nate's yawning. I don't can't say anything else about Tombstone at this point. Nope. There Is there anything else we want to feel, address? There's yeah, I was gonna say like something. Do, do we want to address? <laughs> the, 
If you were going to call me an elephant, you son of a bitch, I was going to drive <laughs> to the other side of town. <laughs> I guarantee I'd get through that door, okay? Maybe not beefcake, but the door. Well, the cats will kill me before I get to you. That's yeah. true. Allergies. That's how he's <laughs> defended himself of allergies. That's how he's defended himself against me. Ah, cat dander. Uh, cat dander, that's right. So for those of you that really enjoyed last week's episode... <laughs> Because of That's addition, a hell of a segue. because of addition yeah. through subtraction, uh, I wasn't on that show, and going forward, I won't be on many of these either. So, this will be the last of my appearances on the Give Me Back My Action Movie podcast as a regular um, guest. I may pop in uh, regular well, guest. Host, you've been on host. every episode since, since day one. The last, no, 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 the last one was the one you missed. Exactly. So, um, so you know, actually, you should go back and edit just me saying hi or something. Um, so <laughs> going forward, you may still hear my voice on this ep- uh, on this show every once when in a while. We cover backdraft. Yeah, yeah, we cover backdraft. And we cover backdraft two, 2024. <laughs> no. And when we write it. backdraft three, dude, backdraft two was so horrible. <laughs> um, so when y- you will hear me again on here eventually, probably yes, once yes. or twice, especially in commercials at least. Well, uh, maybe, but, uh, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah, if Jimmy and I ever do a commercial, yeah, uh, I don't but, have one for you guys yet. <laughs> no, we suck at this. So until then, uh, you can hear me on Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. We are diligently working on that we appreciate everyone that has migrated from here over there to listen to us we are we have a lot of things in the works that we're still trying to work on uh there are some other projects that i want to dedicate my time to um there was a famous quote in a movie that says don't half-ass two things but you can whole ass one thing pretty much and that that's what this comes down to this is nothing and I you have know, a big ass. I have plenty, yeah. but just this, you know. this has been talked about. This this has we've known this is coming. Yeah. Um, and we kind of that's we did the big three pick movie thing, and it was it was a good kind of a good moment for us to go. This is I the think final this is now ride the time to the sunset. And right. I, we're not going to say like final final like Dan said. They'll, they'll pop on. We got to have everybody back on the show. But the these shows take a lot of time. They take a lot of planning. They take a lot of effort. And Dan was about to be branched into like three or four. And it was too much because you got to have a personal life in this. You got to deal with family. You got to deal with work, all this other one. We're not getting paid for this. We do this for fun. Well, you guys so, get paid for this? When are you getting wait. paid? Yeah. So oh, uh, anyway, I like I'm having a talk um, with Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to start to give me back my paycheck podcast now then. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, seriously. Yeah, it's just one of those things where, um, we've had a blast. We've done this for over a year. This started off with just yeah. bsing about doing a podcast, having no idea how long we were going to be able to do it. No you idea know. what the hell we were doing. That's it. And uh, a year later, a little over a year later, year in what two months, three months, something like that. Uh, anyway, well, yeah. Well, it's April tomorrow. A whole bunch of episodes later. Yeah. Um, and this is where we're at. So everyone, thank you for listening to me blabber yep. for over a year. Continue to listen to Charlie and Nate as they will have other people filling in this spot, I believe, uh, going forward. From time to time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone else will pop in here and there. We're going to tackle um, it as a duo I have a for lot a of free time now, so I'll be a, just wherever. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I'll just be in front of my microphone. 
We'll just have we'll a little segment that Nate I don't know. <laughs> Who the hell knows? <laughs> so anyway. Go check out Nate's OnlyFans that goes live here soon. Uh, Very soon. <laughs> That's right. That'll, that'll be good. Uh, you should watch him pull no. out carpet tomorrow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, that's actually what my OnlyFans is. Here I am only fan tearing Here up I am carpet. gardening. Yeah, he'd be tearing up carpet. I'm sure OnlyFans um, has that content. That trash yeah, does. <laughs> so anyway, uh, until you, until we do uh, Backdraft, or there's one other particular movie I'll probably pop back on for as well. Maybe. Until all of that again, uh, thanks, you guys, for the time on the podcast. Thanks, for everyone, for listening. And I'm going to steal Charlie's line by saying, I'll be back. I knew you'd say that. All right, Clinton. You called down the thunder, well now you got it. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me!